warning. This podcast contains graphic language. What's happening, Metal? Big shout out to all the subscribers out there and all the Metal listeners worldwide. You are right here, Kendall Rican Podcast, one of the hottest podcasts for Metal and Metal only. I'm right here in the Northwest, podcasting it up all around the world, baby. What's happening, Metal? Welcome back to Kendall Rican Podcast. I like to give a big shout out to JP out there. Big shout out to him and big shout out to all the Metal listening to podcasts all around the world. Yes, gentlemen, big shout out. Well, today's segment right here, the podcast is going to be really hot. It's going to be very exciting. It's going to be all kinds of stuff out here I'm going to talk about. The first segment I'm going to talk about is single mothers and the reason and the philosophy of Metal. We don't date single mothers due to the fact they're a bunch of skank and they come with baggage. And you men going your own way, you don't want to deal with single mothers who got kids. And I'm going to get in the worst of the worst single mother theories on earth out here in this podcast. Um, we got into the single mother situation. We got to leave them alone. Some of them, they just got uh, pregnant, have kids out of wedlock. Some of them got divorced. And then now they're collecting child support, alimony. And it's just a pandemic, especially in my state of Washington. The state of Washington, the single mothers is like one of the highest state there is, especially for white single mothers. Um, this epidemic has been happening in this state since the 19, uh, late 99s and 2000. So I'm like you to say that um, the Seattle area was the capital of single women. It's true. It's very true. Um, the, this type of single woman that I'm going to talk about are very disgusting, vile vermin subhuman of the planet of the earth and i'm going to see this pattern increase little by little how these um single mothers of course i'm not talking about all single mothers but these particular single mothers they are drug addicts and they're prostituting their daughters for drugs and money is very very fucking disgusting um, a little later i'm going to play you some sound bites here regarding to this um, matter with single mothers. But let me give you a little bit of information right here. I was reading one of these data that in the United States, that um, women are committing more crime in jail, in local jail. Not so much they go into the penitentiary, but they're committing crime, higher numbers than men in, you know, in local jails and stuff like that. So you're going to see a pattern of this behavior of the human of the women's uh, committing these heinous, heinous crimes against children. In my humble opinion, any person who touches a child, molest a child, do anything to a child, automatically deserve death. No mercy. No mercy. No judge. No jury. Just take them out there and let's put this fucking skank ass in execution style. Execution style. That's what they deserve. So shoot them to pieces. Shoot them to pieces. Honestly, Metal. Honestly. And the single mother syndrome is getting really out of control. And let's look at some perspective and actually real numbers and data. Let's take the African-American community. And in the African-American community, the 78% of single mothers. That's why they got the highest crime. That's why they got the highest dropout. That's why they have um, the highest numbers of different um, criteria due to the fact because the African-American community is the highest of single mothers. So you go have all these single mothers trying to raise men and women and they come out all fucked up. You know, the real data, the best way to raise the children 
is a nuclear family, mom and dad. And the second one, believe it or not, is single fathers. Single fathers. Yeah, let's give it up for the single fathers out there. Full-time single fathers. So I'm going to play you a soundbite here, gentlemen, that I made a video regarding to these vermins, these skanks, these skanks from the pits of hell. And this is just the worst single mothers on earth. All right, gentlemen? They are doing all kinds of shit. So I'm going to play you three minutes here and check this shit out. Unbelievable. was arrested Friday for allegedly pimping out her 14-year-old daughter to foreigners for sex. Chan Thima of Sisakate and her girl were taken into custody outside the Carrefour shopping mall. She was arrested with the help of undercover foreign volunteers who secured a deal for the teen services for 2,000 baht. Police are uncertain, in fact, if the girl is Chan Thima's actual daughter, but the alleged pimp was taken into custody on human trafficking charges until it can be sorted out. Did April Corcoran trade her 11-year-old daughter for drugs? She also told the little girl she was brave for having sex with the dealer and gave her heroin as a reward. Today, April's mother looked her straight in the eyes and told her what she thought. I saw my granddaughter. I heard her small voice. It was horrific. Very horrific. How could she do this? How could she do this? I don't know if my granddaughter is going to be able to have a normal life. She hid her face from our cameras, but 34-year-old Tracy Rashid cannot hide from the law. The sheriff's department arrested the mother of two during this raid on Cherry Lawn near Curtis. And they say her own 16-year-old daughter was there amid guns, drugs, and prostitution. Mother's obviously aware. Uh, she's obviously a part of it. It's her house. Uh, and her child is dancing for adults for, uh, for a fee. But this Lakewood mom is in jail tonight. She's facing charges of human trafficking, pimping a child, and sexual assault of a child. Investigators say Julie Greiner allowed her 20, excuse me, her 12-year-old daughter to have a sexual relationship with a man she met online. For more news now, FBI agents bust a Milwaukee mother pimping out her own daughters, part of a nationwide child trafficking sting. Those agents worked tirelessly over the last three days to save nearly a dozen children from prostitution rings in our area. It was here along Telephone Road in southeast Houston where police found a 14-year-old girl engaged in prostitution the night before last. She told officers her mother and grandmother were behind it. The officers uh, then noticed one of the defendants, her mother, um, performing prostitution. They got further information the grandmother was in a hotel. The grandmother was in a room at the Josephine Motel. Police found a syringe of heroin in her possession. Today, the charging documents show the mother and grandmother are accused of compelling a minor into prostitution. The grandmother also faces a drug charge. Both women have extensive criminal histories. The grandmother's dating back to 1989. It includes convictions for theft, two burglaries, four prostitution counts, public lewdness, and drug possession. The mother's rap sheet goes back to 1995. It includes burglary.
burglary of a motor vehicle, two counts of drug possession, five for prostitution, public lewdness, trespassing, and theft by check. Is accused of pimping out an underage girl by posting suggestive photos for on a website. Destiny Santilli is charged with human trafficking of a child under 18, contributing to the delinquency of a minor and living off the earnings of a prostitute. She appeared in bond court yesterday. Authorities say Santilli was arrested in a motel room with the girl who had been reported missing from Fort Lauderdale. The teenager told investigators Santilli set up meetings and arranged payments. Yes, those are the fucking skank from the pits of hell. So let's give these bitches a fucking boo. Where's my boo button? And I hope they rot in fucking jail. I hope they do. You have the right to remain silent. See, this is what happens when feminism got centric. And if you see, if you know the family court, how they work, 90% of all cases when it comes down to um, children, well, they give it to the mother instead of the father. And look, instead of giving a a 50-50 chance for the children to have some kind of way of living a good life, well, they grant full custody to the mother. And listen, it's what happens. And it's a sad, sad situation that we live in in today's society. But we don't, we don't have to date those single mothers. They single for a reason. Don't date them. Don't, don't do anything with them. Let them be single. Let other simps out there take care of that stuff. You don't want to pay no extra uh, attention to these skanks. Don't give them no money, no sex, no anything. They deserve for what they got. And now... This is going to get worse. Trust me. This is going to progress and progress. And this is going to be sort of like a new norm where you're going to see a lot of single mothers pimping out their daughters, especially if we hit a, some kind of uh, financial collapse. And it's happened in the past before around the world where women have pimped out their, their daughters. Sad situation, gentlemen. Sad situation. Well, I'll be right back with another segment. See you in a bit, gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Kendall Rican Podcast, gentlemen. Well, before I get to this article right here, fellas, we want answers. So, regarding to this Galen Maxwell, but first, I'm about to have a little correlation here. Like I was telling you guys um, in the previous segment, single mother syndrome, and all these girls that got caught up in that trafficking ring with Epstein and Maxwell was due to the fact of single mothers not taking care of these children and these young women, young girls, they went out there and they was looking for something. You got to understand, realize there is a lot of predators out there. There is a lot of predators. So that's why one reason to avoid single women, they're not responsible. So the main, main fact about this shit, the way I feel, is due to the fact that the single mothers let this young women out there, children, underage children, to let loose on the streets and these subhuman vermins, you know, did all kinds of heinous, heinous um, trafficking and all kinds of stuff to these um, young ladies out there. Well, with that said, gentlemen, 
we got into this case, I want answers. We know what happened to Instinct. I knew what was going to happen to him. I knew that it was going to kill his ass. I knew that shit from day one. Dead men do not talk. So we got these live women right now out there in New York. She's locked up. And the article I'm going to play you here and a few, the judge denied her bail. She plead not guilty for Jeffrey Epstein's sex crimes. And I want to play you this article here because the future between men and machine. But in reality, man, I want to know who's on the top of the change, who did what, who did who, what president, ex-president, prince, whoever, uh, Hollywood people, whoever was in this um, crime syndicate. I want to know. I want answers. So this is the article right here I'm going to play you by um, CNBC, that the judge denied bail on this fucking subhuman of uh, a woman. I'm telling you, these women are dangerous in today's society, gentlemen. These women are dangerous. We're not exaggerating. Midtown, we don't exaggerate. We tell the truth. We tell how this shit is. But people think that, you know, that we exaggerate, we always talk about women. No, we point the fact, the fact how women are behaving in today's society, how crazy and sick I show you in the last segment how sick they fucking are these mothers. So let's see what about the judge say regarding to the bell of um, Maxwell here. Let me play you this article here. Like I said, the future between men and machine. It's gonna be a lengthy article, but you know, uh, it's good, good info, good info to have out here. And I know that people that listen to the podcast make ten thousand dollars more per year. I can't believe that when I read that. So you guys are very smart metal out there, fellas. So let me play this for you. Federal judge denied bail for Ghislaine Maxwell, the British socialite accused of facilitating the sexual abuse of young girls by her former boyfriend Jeffrey Epstein, the now dead investor, Epstein, who killed himself, was a former friend of Presidents Donald Trump and Bill Clinton, as well as of Britain's Prince Andrew, lawyers for Maxwell had proposed she be released on $5 million bond. Prosecutors want her detained without bail, calling her an extreme flight risk. Not guilty, Maxwell said before a judge scheduled her trial to begin on the 12th of July, 2021. Ghislaine Maxwell appears via video link during her arraignment hearing where she was denied bail for her relating Jeffrey Epstein to recruit and eventually abuse of minor girls, in Manhattan Federal Court. In the Manhattan borough of New York City, NEP, Ghislaine Maxwell appears via video link during her arraignment hearing where she was denied bail for her relating Jeffrey Epstein to recruit and eventually abuse of minor girls. In Manhattan Federal Court, in the Manhattan borough of New York City, New York, US the 14th of July, 2020 in this courtroom sketch, Jane Rosenberg Reuters. A federal judge on Tuesday denied bail for Ghislaine Maxwell. The British socialite accused of facilitating the sexual abuse of young girls in the mid-1990s by her former boyfriend Jeffrey Epstein, the now-dead investor, Maxwell, who will remain in jail pending trial, pleaded not guilty at the bail hearing in Manhattan Federal Court, where her lawyer had sought her release on a $5 million bond. Maxwell poses a substantial risk of flight, said Judge Alison Nathan. The risk is simply too great for Maxwell to be released on bail, Nathan said, the judge noted Maxwell's wealth, her citizenship in Britain and France, other international ties, and her lack of strong family or business connections in the United States, as she denied the bail request. Nathan also cited the seriousness of Maxwell's alleged crimes as a reason she would have to flee and said no bail condition. 
or combination of conditions would ensure she would willingly appear in court on the charges. Maxwell, 58, faces up to 35 years in prison if convicted of crimes that include enticing minors into traveling to have sex with Epstein and perjury. The daughter of the dead crooked British media baron Robert Maxwell did not visibly react to the judge's decision, which she saw and listened to via video teleconference from a Brooklyn, New York, federal jail. The bail denial came nearly a year to the day after Epstein was himself denied bail on child sex trafficking charges after his lawyers offered to post a whopping $100 million bond. A federal prosecutor who argued against Maxwell's bail request told Nathan that Maxwell had posed as Jen Marshall, a journalist who was seeking privacy. Last November when she looked at purchasing the New Hampshire house where she was found in her pajamas and arrested by FBI agents on the morning of the 2nd of July. Ghislaine Maxwell appears via video link during her arraignment hearing where she was denied bail for her relating Jeffrey Epstein to recruit and eventually abuse of minor girls, in Manhattan Federal Court. In the Manhattan borough of New York City, New York, US the 14th of July. 2020 in this courtroom sketch, Jane Rosenberg Reuters. Maxwell, according to a real estate agent involved in the purchase, posed as the wife of a man who identified himself as Scott Marshall, a purported retired member of the British military who was writing a book, the prosecutor, Alison Moe, said. The $1 million house, which sits on more than 150 acres of land, later was bought by a legal entity set up for that purpose, and to hide the actual identity of the people who purchased the residence. The real estate agent realized that Maxwell was the British-accented journalist who used another name after she saw news stories about her arrest, Mo said, the prosecutor said that Maxwell's deception with the real estate agent, and other factors, warranted detaining her without bail, as did wealth of up to $10 million in assets, at least $4 million of which is in a Swiss bank account, Maxwell, who waived her physical appearance in court due to the coronavirus pandemic, spoke in a clear, firm voice as she denied the charges laid out in a six-count indictment against her, not guilty, Maxwell told Nathan early in the hearing, which lasted slightly more than two hours, and which was listened to on a conference call by more than 1,000 people, Nathan scheduled Maxwell's trial to begin on the 12th of July, 2021, Mo estimated that the trial would take three weeks, Annie Farmer, one of three women whose claims are the basis for the criminal case against Maxwell, told the judge that she should deny the bail request, saying that the danger Maxwell posed must be taken seriously. She is a sexual predator who groomed and abused me and countless other children and young women. She has never shown any remorse for her heinous crimes or the devastating, lasting effects her actions caused, Farmer said, after telling the judge she first met Maxwell when she was 16 years old. Farmer, who requested to be identified by her real name during the court hearing, said, those that survived implore this court that she be detained pending trial, another accuser, identified as Jane Doe, said in a statement read to the judge by Mo, that, without Ghislaine, Jeffrey could not have done what he did. Protesters gather outside court as Ghislaine Maxwell is set to make her first court appearance on the 14th of July, 2020 at the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of New York. 
On a video link from her cell at the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn, over sex trafficking charges tied to her former boyfriend Jeffrey Epstein in New York, Timothy A. Clary AFP Getty Images. Prosecutors had called Maxwell an extreme flight risk due to wealth, and cited her talent for hiding as she moved around New England in the past year since Epstein's arrest in July 2019. They also argued that France, one of the nations where she holds citizenship, does not extradite its own citizens on criminal charges. There is an incredibly strong incentive for the defendant to flee, Mo said. And there's a real concern here that the defendant could live beyond the reach for extradition for years, the prosecutor said. Mo scoffed at Maxwell's claim to federal pretrial services that she has no income, which the prosecutor said was not credible given the lifestyle that Maxwell has been enjoying. Mo also said it was troublesome that Maxwell was offering to have someone else's property secure her potential bond. At the same time she proposed to be released and to stay at a luxury hotel in New York City as her case proceeds to trial. In a court filing Monday, prosecutors told Nathan that when the FBI went to arrest Maxwell in the New Hampshire home, she ignored an order to open the door and, instead, tried to flee to another room in the house, quickly shutting a door behind her. Prosecutors also said that after she was taken into custody FBI agents found a cell phone belonging to Maxwell at the house that had been wrapped in aluminum foil in an apparent effort to prevent authorities from tracking its whereabouts. Prosecutors said that since her arrest, other people have come forward to bolster their case against her. Maxwell's lawyers, in turn, had asked Nathan to set a personal recognizance bond for Maxwell in the amount of $5 million. Defense attorneys said that bond would be secured by six unidentified co-signers, as well as by property in Britain worth $3.75 million. The lawyers also proposed that Maxwell, who is the first person other than Epstein to be charged in connection with his alleged sex crimes, be confined to a residence in New York, with electronic monitoring, as a condition of her bail, ends. Maxwell vigorously denies the charges, intends to fight them, and is entitled to the presumption of innocence. Her lawyers, Mark Cohen and Jeffrey Pagliaca, wrote in a court filing last week. Cohen argued during Tuesday's hearing that prosecutors failed to show Maxwell was a flight risk, noting that she had remained in the United States in the year since Epstein's arrest and that her attorneys had been in regular contact with the prosecutor's office in an effort to dissuade them from filing charges against her, Cohen told the judge that it's just not realistic, particularly given restrictions in place because of the COVID-19 outbreak, that Maxwell and her lawyers can prepare effectively for her trial while she is being held in jail. The attorney also told the judge that the defense will be making a very significant, legal, motion that will decide whether this indictment survives, or the shape of this indictment, Maxwell's lawyers argue that the bulk of the case against her, the charges relating to the sexual contact with minors by Epstein and her, are barred by a non-prosecution agreement that Epstein signed with federal prosecutors in South Florida in 2007. As part of his agreement to plead guilty to state criminal charges in 2008, that agreement, the lawyers say, covers Epstein's co-conspirators, of whom Maxwell allegedly is one, but most said that Maxwell is not covered by that agreement. Well, there you have it, folks. There you have it. Well, man, I'm glad for the judge locking this bitch up. Honestly, she needs to be locked up out there. We demand answers. The American people, we want a real answer. We want to know what happened, who's in power, who did what, what did who, 
We demand answers out here, goddammit, Metal. Let's take this bitch out of her misery. Let's give a shotgun to the dome for goodness sake. Well, at least we've seen some kind of justice out here. They're locking this bitch up, which she belongs. She belongs out there in the penitentiary with no bail. No bail whatsoever. She's been privileged, rich, fucking around her mansion. You go. You guys know the whole scoop about this gang. Let's lock her up. My bad. Let's try this again. Let's lock her up. There you go. The sound effects. Got a little cookie there. No, man. She's just been running around and doing all kinds of stuff. Living the lavish life. You know. No, uh, no, 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 no. No bail. I am glad, man. I'm surprised that they... I'm surprised that the judge, they, they did not set her with no bail. You know, because in today's world, they probably bail her out. But I'm glad. I'm glad to hear, you know, things are working out. I hope they don't kill her fucking ass. I hope they don't. Like they did anything. I hope that she survives and go out there and ha matter of fact, I'd be cool if she takes a deal. You know, take the deal and um, just spill everything. Just let your gut hang out and talk the truth. Tell the American people what is the truth, right? So, so yeah. Let's tell the American people who's in this Kabuki theater, who's in this web from the top to the bottom. That's the way I see things, gentlemen. Well, this is going to be my set, man, for right now. I'll be right back with more Insanity Metal. See you in a bit. Easy there, fellas. Easy there. Don't get your cock too hard right now. This is your uh, metal podcast. But the soundbite there is going to be related to the topic now about to get on hand here, gentlemen. Well, you know, with this coronavirus and shit like that, I lived in Germany myself. And the whorehouses out there are legal. As long as you are 18 years old, you can walk in every establishment out there and get your dick wet and stuff like that. You know, it's legal out there. Those ladies are broke and this coronavirus has set them back with their money and there's a lot of johns out there their dicks are really hard and they want to bust a few nuts out there they really do they're pretty horny men out there in germany and in germany there's a lot of um military personnel and all they want to do is get laid you know have a good time spend their money on stuff like that and horse and shit like that you can be you know we can uh, shame men to, to be men if they want to bust a couple nuts out there can blame them. This coronavirus is way out of fucking control, man. Not even a fucking Johnson horse can get their money on and the dick off. It's unbelievable what's going on with this coronavirus. Where's my damn boo button, gentlemen? I gotta give boo for this damn coronavirus. It's driving me sick. It's getting everybody like insane. Like nobody can think anymore. Nobody can do anything. Like that was my damn boo button. Let's give it boo button. Well, this article right here, I'm about to um, have a sound bite here. Um, Germany sex workers demand to go back to work as corona 
virus ban continue. They want to continue with this fucking ban. They don't want nobody to be happy. They want everybody to be locked up. Everybody's sick and tired of this fucking mask. Everybody, you know, they're sick and tired. I'm so sick and tired of this coronavirus business that I don't give a shit anymore. Whoever's going to get sick, let them get sick. And we know who's most um, vulnerable to get sick is the elderly. The rest of these guys, the young guys, young girls, they just want to have a good time. Renee whore out there in Germany, one of those German white bitches out there. They just want to just bust a few nuts and, you know, and, and do things out there. You know, it's too much. It's too much in this horse. They are pissed. The horse are fucking pissed. They are protesting out there. 400 horse protesting on the streets, demanding that open up the brothels. And I agree with them. I, can't, I cannot disagree, man. You have to open this brothel up, man. It's too much insanity. We all know that this is just a bunch of bullshit with this coronavirus and stuff like that. And these poor men and women, they want to get it on. So let's get it on. I think they're just trying to abolish the orgasm. That's my pro that's my thinking. They're trying to abolish the orgasm. I think the UK, man, they are banning sex. They are banning sex. This coronavirus has gone way out of fucking control. Honestly, gentlemen, it's unreal. It's on fucking real what's happening. They're trying to abolish the orgasm. That's some real shit, man. That's some 1984 type of thing. Well, I want to play you this article here. You know, the future between men and machine. You guys been here my podcast. And I do shit differently than other podcasts. And, and, and my shit is unique and interesting. And I play different articles. And the name of the article is Germany Sex Workers Demand to Go Back to Work as Coronavirus Ban Continues. They continue, but a horse want to open business. They are capitalist horse. And that's good. We don't want no communism in this shit. We don't. The Western world, we don't want no communism. We want capitalism so everybody can make cash and have sex and have all the good benefit of capitalism. So I want to play you this article here, fellas. Just bear with me. I'm trying to get this shit in order out here because sometimes I get upset because this coronavirus is so stupid and it's getting way out of control and these whores need money and these Johns need to get their dick wet and bust a few nuts out there and the sweet, sweet German pussies. German is sex workers demand to go back to work as coronavirus ban continues. Sex workers in Germany are demanding the right to get back to work as the country's brothels remain closed due to the coronavirus pandemic. Approximately 400 prostitutes and brothel operators from across Germany demonstrated in the red light district of Hamburg on Saturday, Germany news agency, Deutsche well reported Sunday. Prostitution is legal and regulated in Germany but the country's brothels have been closed for almost four months due to the outbreak. Now, sex workers say they're being treated unfairly and are demanding the right to return to work. Especially as other businesses where close contact is permitted, such as hair salons and tattoo parlors, have reopened, the protest was organized by the Association of Sex Workers, with the group warning that the closure of licensed venues had forced some prostitutes onto the streets, putting them in danger both in terms of their health and personal safety, ahead of the protest on Herbertstrasse. A street in the district of St. Pauli in Hamburg and the only street in the city's red light district where sex workers occupy windows, similar to Amsterdam's red light district. The association posted a statement on its website calling for sex workers to be able to work again. Prostitutes stand up and ask the politicians to open the brothels, the association said. While around the infamous Herbertstrasse in Hamburg St. Pauli, normal life returns after the coronavirus lockdown, shops, hotels, 
bars and restaurants have reopened, tourists are guided through the world-famous neighborhood, the windows in her birdstress remain dark, and there is, no life, no business. No joy nothing is going on, the statement added that prostitutes are upset at the continuing ban on sex work, and are concerned for their livelihoods, they have met all government requirements, paid taxes, received little corona support. Stand with their backs to the wall and are tired of the fact that politics is not taking action, the group argues that prostitution does not pose a higher risk of infection than other body-related services, such as massages, cosmetics, dancing and contact sports and that hygiene has always been part of business for prostitutes. The group added that workers are prepared to implement more protective measures, such as partitions in the windows. Ventilation and the recording of customer contact data, the group has questioned whether it is proportionate to keep Germany's brothels closed given the country's falling number of coronavirus infections. Like its European counterparts, Germany has seen a high number of coronavirus cases, with nearly 200,000 cases to date, but unlike its neighbors, it has kept the death toll low with 9,071 fatalities so far. Germany has attributed its low death toll to several factors, including a robust contact tracing system and modern hospital infrastructure, there are estimated to be around 400,000 sex workers in Germany. Although no official data is recorded the Association of Sex Workers cited members that feel humiliated having to turn to the state for financial support, and also those that insist they can offer their services in a safe way. One worker, Anna, was quoted as saying that partitions had been set up in the windows of Herbertstress, mouth-nose masks are already there we went through everything carefully. We can also offer sexual services under coronavirus protective measures we find it insulting and incapacitating if we are not trusted, she said. The association said that sex workers in Belgium, Switzerland, the Netherlands, Austria and the Czech Republic had been allowed to return to work since the beginning of June, in Amsterdam where Europe's most well-known red light district is located. Sex workers were allowed to return to work last month after the government brought forward an initial return to work date of the 1st of September, Red Light United, a group representing sex workers' interests in the Netherlands, said that the ban on sex work during the coronavirus crisis had forced many women with little or no financial buffers into illegal work. Well... I don't know what to say to these bitches and these whores. Good luck. Good luck with your protest. Good luck. You know, I support you bitches. I really do. You know, but if the government want to keep you guys out, I cannot do anything about that shit. I know you bitches are broke now, but hey, Mitta, we predicted something like this. This is just the beginning of the collapse. I support these fucking whores. They can go out there and suck dick and eat pussy and have orgies and have all whatever they want to do, but the government telling them no. It's some real shit, man. Even the horse, the horse, <laughs> the horse are in trouble in Germany. They sure are, gentlemen. They're in trouble. Hey, I don't know what to tell you, bitches, but go out in the streets and start whoring like they do in the United States, you know. These people have a union and everything. It's real shit. It's real whoring shit out there in, in Germany. I live there out there, and the stuff is 100% legal. They got benefits. They got um, medic, um, how you call this shit? Medical insurance and all kinds of benefits and stuff like that. It's a legitimate job out there. But once again, good luck, bitches. Good luck. 
Well, gentlemen, this is going to be my segment for right now. I come back with one more segment. I'll see you in a bit. I'll be right back, Midtown. Welcome back to Kendall Rick and another episode, fellas. Fellas, we all know, we all know that dating apps is a waste of time. And we know about cats and women, all right? Two deadly, stupid-ass combination, in my point of view, my point of view. Me, myself, I don't trust women with cats. And I've been with plenty of women that had cats. And I asked them why the reason you have cats. And they all told me they... The reason they have cats because they're easy to maintain. I don't know what kind of man owns a cat. I don't own no pets, but if I would own if I would own a pet, it would be a dog. Period. No, no cats. I find cats very scary shit. So some kind of genius out there decided to do the most stupidest app in the whole fucking world, and it's coming out soon. Me myself, we all know that dating apps is a waste of time. I do have a, a dating app that I'm in it. And the reason I'm there to sex to check my sexual value, you know, and to waste time. And when I mean to waste time, when I'm at work taking a big ass shit, and you know, sometimes when you take this big ass shit, your stomach just hurt you out there for 10, 12 minutes, and you need something to distract your mind. So I go and start flipping these fucking skinks. Start flipping, just flipping. I never dated anyone on a dating app. It's just a waste of fucking time. So that's why when I jump in this dating app, I just go out there uh, when I'm taking a shit. Literally. It's the truth, Metal. It's the fucking truth. I'm not kidding you. I'm not bullshitting around. That's the only time I, I go to this dating, dating app to check out the shit when I'm taking a shit. Literally. Literally. Literally when I'm taking a shit at work. Only at work. At home, I just play music and shit. Well, now... I want to play this article here about People Magazine and some kind of genius, right? Decide to put a, a dating app for cat lovers uh, to have a connection between couples. Now, I don't know. I think, I don't know any man out there. Yes, you're going to have some men that have cats, of course. You know, the exception to the rules. But I don't think this lady's going to find too many men with cats. Because a lot of men do not like cats. We like dogs. So, this bitch is going to have a I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like here in my mind thinking in the right mind, who's going to date a man with cat, right? Who? And who came out with this concept that this is a good idea? This is more like a, more like a lesbian app. But no, it's for heterosexual couples, I guess. They're probably going to put some lesbian too because dating apps got lesbian and stuff like that. Well, I don't know who come out. It's like, it seems like each time they come out with some new dating app and bullshit. And I mean, it's just getting way out of control. It's crazy. It's just fucking nuts. Where's my damn cuckoo button, gentlemen? I, I gotta find my cuckoo button. These apps, it's just insane. Just insane, fellas. Just insane. Honestly. So let me play you this article here. Um, by the, uh, what was it? The article here? Oh, yeah. No doubt. It's people.com. People magazine out there so let me play you this bullshit because this is other bullshit so let me play this for you 
value dating app Tabby helps cat lovers connect and create feline-focused couples. Tabby launches just in time for International Cat Day on the 8th of August. Posts by Lai Morch, the 14th of July, 2022, 15 p.m. Tap to expand. Cat lovers rejoice. There is now a dating app made specifically for cat people to connect. Tabby. Created by sisters Lee and Casey Isaacson, the app is designed for both cat lovers and cat owners, according to a release. Cat lovers will be able to meet each other, plan cat-friendly dates, get deals from cat companies, and share videos, photos, and stories all while their cats are in their element, at home. The release continued, noting that Tabby will launch just in time for International Cat Day, on the 8th of August. Cat is a lifestyle. They're an important, uncompromising part of our lives, actor Nath and Kane, who has four cats, said in the release. Cat people are just as unique as the cats they love, but we understand each other. Finding someone who loves cats the way that you do is vital, Getty, related. Nudig dating app helps dog lovers connect and find pup-approved love. Cat lovers are often overlooked on other dating apps, making Tabby all the more necessary. A. New study, conducted by researchers at Colorado State University has found that women are less likely to swipe right on men if they're posing with cats in their dating profiles. I've had women stop talking to me once they find out about my cats, said Sterling Trap King Davis, who leads a non-profit that helps trap and rehabilitate stray cats in Atlanta. People without cats think that cat ladies and cat dudes alone is wrapped up in their bathrobes playing with balls of yarn all day. Really, cat people are the most suitable for real relationships. We understand what it means to earn trust and how to relish affection, Kane added, related. New study finds women are less likely to date men who pose with cats in their dating profiles. Dog lovers also have something to celebrate, as Lee and Casey have recently launched a dating app for dog people, called Dig. Dig was created for people who live a dog-forward lifestyle and want to romantically connect with someone of a similar mindset, when joining the dating site. Users can indicate whether they are a dog owner already or simply a dog lover and list a series of preferences to match them with their ideal, dog-loving partner, the present users with five potential dates every day. And then users can indicate whether they dig, really dig, or pass on the matches. Once two people dig each other, Dig suggests fun dog-friendly date ideas for the perfect first date. If you're lucky enough to own a pup, you know that things never work out with someone if they're not as into your dog as you are. Dig is a dating app built to connect dog people based on what's most important to us. The app's site reads. Oh God, God damn it, Mecca. This world is going to the hell in hen basket. You got dog lovers, you got cat lovers, we app. What kind of shit is going on here, Metal? WTF! What is going on? We all know this dating app is a fucking waste of time. Now they're combining the animals with apps and people and dating. It's a fucking sex pool. That's what we have in here. It's a sex pool. Ain't you glad that you're here? So you, so you can hear all this nonsense and bullshit and exposing this, this idiotic new app for goodness sake who in the right mind gonna be doing this shit probably a lot of idiots those millennials out there those soy boys and with their cats and taking pit what kind of man would take a picture with a fucking cat i just want to know i just want to know what kind of man would take a fucking picture with a cat and put it on a dating site 
This, this type of man, they need to be out of their misery. Let's give him a shotgun to the dome, please. Can we? Can we make it? Let's make it a double. Just for being just a cock in the mangina. Unbelievable. Well, gentlemen, this is going to be my podcast for today. Well, check me out, man. You can write me an email at kendallreacon76 at gmail.com. You can check me out at meet, um, make, make TV. <laughs> Excuse me, TV. And um, also, you can check me out on YouTube. Well, fellas, with this, I'll say peace. State Metal. I definitely catch you in the next podcast or video.